I would say consistency. Keep going. If you haven't reached where you want to be in six months, keep going. It takes time. Welcome back to Influencer Business. Season number five is officially underway. I'm your host, Rich Scudelari. Very excited to have you with us here today. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're looking forward to a great summer. We certainly are here. Uh, and we have an awesome interview lined up for you today. We have Austin Munhofen, who is the founder of Gush & Grow, an agency that works with brands and influencers, as well as a partner of ours here at Trove. And, drumroll please, the future host of Influencer Business. That's right. Austin is going to take over for me. I'm stepping aside to let her host the podcast because there is nobody better equipped to do this as somebody who sits at the nexus of brands and influencers and works with both of them on a day-to-day basis. Austin will take this podcast to new heights. We're very excited having her both join the Trove team and also take over the podcast. Um, So yeah, I'm going to stop gabbing. We'll talk more about this in our conversation with Austin, but without any further ado, Austin, welcome. Welcome to Influencer Business, your first podcast episode, but certainly not your last. Thanks so much for having me, Rich. Can you, before we get into the meat of the matter, can you just give us a quick brief background on yourself? Sure. I have a journalism background. I have a marketing background and a digital project management background. So building (laughs) a mix, a A mix, mix. it's a very eclectic mix. Yeah. Uh, building websites and web-based applications. And okay. on the personal side, I'm a wife and a mom to two little kiddos. And I like to call myself an amateur gardener. So okay. there's that. Nice. What's your, uh, what's your go-to plant in the garden? <sighs> I can't seem to not plant green beans. Oh, interesting. And is that because... They taste good. They're easy. They're fun. Like, what's the what's the what's the reason that the green beans are your go to? I think that it's probably because of the the harvesting nature. I always wanted my kids to be involved in the gardening process, and snapping green beans is something that they really enjoy. And ah. because there are so many that come all at once, it's like, oh, if they snap them in the middle, no big deal. Uh, we got like a thousand more we can do. So yeah, I think they're very kid-friendly, a very kid-friendly vegetable. I think that's a really thoughtful way to go on the gardening (laughs) front. Yeah. Because you know what, as they grow up, like they can become kind of your, you know, little minions. They do your bidding in the garden. Hey, go weed this. Hey, go whack that. You know, that's, that was really the ultimate goal. (laughs) You're getting to the meat of the issue here. Yeah. yeah. Let the kids do the work. <laughs> Let the kids do the work. Awesome. Well, quick, quick, very direct segue into content creation influencers. So you obviously uh, came from a different world. Like what made you want to get involved in the creator and influencer kind of space and ecosystem? Um, how much time do we have? Uh, we got got all the time in the world. Maybe our listeners don't, but. <laughs> um, you know, it certainly was not linear. Mm-hmm. I've always been incredibly curious, always been a consumer of content. Uh, actually, funny story. I don't think I've ever told you this, but right before I went to college, I, I loved magazines as a kid. Mm. Uh, and I still love magazines. Um, 
but I loved flipping through. I loved reading even the editor's letter. And I remember one time I looked at the the list. You know how they have the list of the team? I think it's it's in the yeah. front or so of the different departments. Right. I somehow contacted one of the one of the people on the list, called her up. And I to this. What did you look her up in the yellow pages? I honestly, I because this was this was pre. I mean, not pre email, but before email was like serious. I mean, are you dating me? I don't know, but I well, I'm (laughs) you know, I'm dating myself. If anybody, (laughs) yes, that's true. I I can't remember um, how 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 exactly I found her details, but, and these were the days where people would actually pick up the phone. They wouldn't like wait for it to go to voicemail, see who called and then like call back. Right. Right. So she picked up and I said, Hey, I'm just really interested in publications. And can you tell me what it is like to do your job? Because I, I, I think I might be interested in this. (laughs) That's And you were like, what in high school at the time? Like going to college? Yeah, I was probably 18. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, and I think that there's just like a, no fear and asking. Mm-hmm. And, but if I really think about the journey to this space, there are probably two really standout moments. One was after my daughter Catherine was born, I was doing night nursing, and there were two things that I could do in the middle of the night nursing her where I, that would keep me awake and not wake her up that I could do in the dark. And one of them was, you know, watching a a Netflix show. And then the other one was scrolling through Instagram. And I was a late adopter to Instagram. And as I was scrolling, I just was amazed at the kind of content that was being created, at the new brands that I was discovering on there that I would not have discovered in a magazine, I don't think. And I just really had this light bulb moment of this is a big thing. Like the landscape of this thing is pretty big and I need to get involved in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, at that point, I had no idea what that meant or how to get involved or what that would look like. Um, And it wasn't until the second very memorable uh, moment, which is discovering the Influencer Business Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, you did, Rich did not pay me to say this. <laughs> it is very true. I drop the podcast name all the time. And I just thought it was so fresh and very packed with value. And I loved your diverse guests and the topics. And it just inspired me. So there you go. There you go. That's that's the nonlinear path that brought you to where we are today. And, you know, it's interesting because it's such a broad landscape and you have so many different kind of pieces to your background that would have led you in, in, you know, perhaps different directions. What was it that made you want to start managing talent as opposed to, you know, you were a journalist, so why not have a blog or why not create content? Like, what was it about managing talent that was kind of the right place for you to enter? Well, that's honestly not where I entered. <laughs> I... <laughs> It evolved into talent management. Um, okay. But I actually entered in the digital marketing for influencers space. So it was my very first two influencer clients actually had books coming out. Okay. And one was a children's book and mm-hmm. one was um, a food book. And 
Um, I helped out with their marketing, with just a whole host of things. Um, And how it really started was, I think you asked me the question, um, why not just start creating content off the bat? And I feel like I know my strengths and weaknesses well enough to know that that probably wasn't the first path that I should pursue. Um, I, I I wanted to tap into people who had already proven their success and learn from them. And honestly, I would be lying if I said that I, I wasn't interested in maybe seeing what it would be like to create content, but I kind of wanted to learn on the sidelines from them by supporting in a different capacity to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess in that sense, my, my serving others wasn't totally altruistic. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, yeah. So ultimately though, I learned what I did like in terms of supporting and being part of a, a team for those who created content and, and what I didn't like so much. And I really wanted to spend some time challenging myself to get really focused and figure out what was the one thing that I could do and do really well instead of having a a kind of agency with a suite of services, focusing on delivering value in one particular area. Mm -hmm. And that is what led me to talent management. Awesome. It's so interesting. And I think it's illustrative of how there are so many different ways you can get into an industry like this, right? You saw the opportunity and you said, well, you know, how am I going to figure out like the best place for me? And it wasn't, you know, it could be creating content. It could be, you know, being part of an influencers team. It could be talent management. There's really a place for everybody and a a place for all sorts of different unique talents. Um, And it's interesting kind of the path that you took to kind of figure that out because you really could have gone in so many different directions. But um, tell us about Gush and Grow. Tell us how it started, where it is today, where it's going. Like, give us, give us more details. Okay. Well, it did start out as that suite of services um, mm-hmm. and then got very focused on talent management, of course. Honestly, I do want to say that I started personally following every talent that I now represent. And uh, it wasn't just some kind of mass reach out, um, dial for dollars, whatever other kind of yeah. saying that, that you get whoever you could type of situation. Yeah, that was yeah. not my game. That was not my end goal. I wanted to be very intentional about this because I knew that the kind of partnership I wanted to create was one that was rooted in like a very deep connection. And I couldn't do that with people that I hadn't followed or just started like exploring and was like, oh, you've got a really high follower count. Let me see if you want me to rep you. That was, that's just not, that's not my style. Um, But anyway, so going back to your question, Gush and Grow is a talent management agency. So we represent a group of females, females only at this point. Um, We say strong female leads. And um, we have talent in all sorts of areas. We've got the lifestyle, we've got home decor, we've got DIY, we've got motherhood. I mean, even the car, the auto space, which is a yeah, um, very interesting. Real quick plug for the car mom, like going through the car buying process, you need to hit up her YouTube because yeah, she goes deep and it's super informative. I thought that was that was a cool one too because it's it's pretty niche, but very relevant to everybody 
buying a car. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that is the main thing that we do, but we also help support brands, female-owned brands, when it comes to creating or maybe even enhancing their influencer marketing strategy. And ultimately, what I would love to do is create value for those who aren't quite ready for talent management, um, but are on their way and have a lot of questions and really kind of want to access the brain of a talent manager who has day-to-day experience in this space. So hint, hint, things are coming (laughs) to support those folks. (laughs) And to, and if people want to stay abreast of what's going on, what, where can they go on the interwebs to kind of follow gush and grow and, and make sure that they are on top of whatever it is that you've got coming out in the near term? Gushandgrow.com or which is the website or mm-hmm. and not or and do both. <laughs> um gush and grow on Instagram. So Austin, before we go any further, I gotta ask you about the name Gush and Grow. Where'd that come from? First of all, Rich, naming is hard. Oh my God, it's so hard. I never want to do another naming exercise again. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, very difficult. Um, so I, this actually just came to me at the breakfast table. One time I was just overthinking it. And um, I, I kind of love alliteration. Um, and really, I took a step back because I was getting way too consumed with naming that I was like, I got to stop thinking about like coming up with a name. That was difficult enough for, for naming my children. <laughs> um, I just said, let's just spend some time kind of free flowing, writing it out. Like what exactly is your mission and vision? What do you want to do? Who do you want to help? Just, just write and see if there are any words that stick out. And so I did. And I la- I wrote something down and it just stuck with me. I wrote a gushing audience, a growing influence. And I was like, that's it. Gush and grow. And of course, I floated it past, you know, friends and family who are very unfamiliar with the industry and what exactly I was doing. So all of their feedback was incredibly like, what? Unhelpful. I, unhelpful right. So <laughs> yeah. know your audience. Know your audience. Um, well, the other thing is, this is such a, it's, it's a, well, naming is crazy because it's so subjective as well, right? And what you want to accomplish is not necessarily like, it's not always like, hey, it's got to be like the perfect. Sometimes you want it to be controversial. Sometimes you want people just to remember it, you know? And like you, you're like, you want, the other thing is that you, it's very personal. Like you like alliteration. So name's going to have an alliteration. If you don't like that, tough. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you know what, Rich? The what? very first post I made on the Gush and Grow's Instagram account, mm-hmm. first comment, I love the name. <laughs> so, Boom. Mic drop. Done. No more Instagram posts. That's right. That's all, I, that's all I needed. One of the things you mentioned was, and something I'd like to just double click on really quickly, is you mentioned that some people aren't going to be ready for talent managers yet, and you want to make sure you help them. Where do you think that line is? Like where you're ready versus where you're not? I think that you're going to get a different answer. Um, if you talk to five different talent talent management agencies, you're probably going to get a variety of answers. Sure. Um, so for me, I would say you might be ready for talent management if you have A, 
successfully executed several brand campaigns, paid brand campaigns consistently month over month. Um, and when I say paid, I'm, I'm not really talking about $50. I'm, I'm talking about probably closer, you know, to the five figures uh, kinds of dollars. Uh, the second thing that I would probably say, you might be ready for talent management. Sorry, just to clarify that, five figures over the course of several months, not just in a single campaign. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I would say is... Um, if you are trying to elevate your business, take it to the next level, a, a talent manager can definitely help you do that. Mm-hmm. And then probably lastly, and I'm saying it as like, oh, it's just these three things. And if you check them off, you're ready. Or if you right. don't, you're not. So I'm totally simplifying something down to three points. But right. um, the third thing is also if you are so overwhelmed with the sponsorships and the inbound requests and the back end and this and that, that you can't find the time to actually create the creative content that people are looking for from you, then mm-hmm. you probably need some help so you can do what you do best. Yeah. It's a little, it's, it's a little bit of art and science knowing when you're ready for uh, a talent manager. It's, it's different for everybody. It really depends on the business industry, your personal kind of skill set as well. Some people love the negotiation and management of campaigns. Other people hate it. So they might be ready to move on quicker um, to, a you know, somebody who can help them manage that. It's, uh, it's tricky. And I, I like how you prefaced it by saying, hey, five, pe- five different managers are going to give you five different answers and you're boiling it down. But I think those kind of three elements are really good things for people to be looking out for. And in the interim, go to gushandgrow.com and get all of the tips and tricks you need until you're ready for that point. That's right. Thank you, Rich. Yeah. (laughs) So obviously you have kind of thrown yourself headfirst in this industry. It's growing really rapidly. There's so much really cool kind of innovation going on. What are you most excited about for this industry, for the talent that you represent, like for uh, the influencer and creator economy as a whole? this is an industry, like you said, this is no longer a kind of nebulous thing, maybe side gig ish. Like it is definitely a career, a very nice career for, for many content creators. And with that comes a whole host of things to support this industry. And the thing that I'm most excited about is, and this is probably, this is bringing out my digital project management um, <laughs> nerdiness, but are all of the tools and that can help support uh, content creators in the future. I think we're going to see a lot of software, a lot of tools, a lot of platforms continuing to emerge. Um, and of course, ours, the one that we're creating together. Right, some I, of which are going to come from these two folks. That's right. I'm incredibly excited about. I think there's a huge need and there's great potential. And I'm, I'm just really excited to solve some of these pain points with tooling. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and also might be now might be an opportune time to talk about, uh, we'll we'll do a quick segue here, a quick detour um, about one, your work with Trove and two, um, your work with the podcast going forward, because big announcement, actually, Austin is going to be taking over as the host of this podcast for a variety of very good reasons. Um, and so let's talk about that a little bit. Like we obviously have known each other for a while now. We've been working on some stuff behind the scenes. 
um, that you're leading. And in addition to that, you're going to be taking over the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about where you intend to take this? Well, I definitely, definitely want to keep um, the idea of creating a valuable, rich resource for others that the no fluff mentality will hopefully stand. Um, I'm really excited about creating a space that is almost like a playground for brands and influencers. Um, So having maybe even more brands come on and talk about their work with influencers, what they look for, um, how working with influencers has elevated their business. Um, so, So that's something I'm really excited about. It will certainly continue to support influencers and hopefully even more brands who who are trying to get into this space working with I think them. that's one of the things that I'm super excited about in having you take this over is where you sit in the industry is so unique because you have so much exposure to brands, direct exposure to brands that you can not only bring kind of the influencer expertise and, and the conversations around that, but you can get really deep with both influencers and brands on what works, what doesn't, why, you know, things are taking off, why they're not. Um, and it'll be a kind of a more inclusive place. And there's so much to explore in this space, you know, whether you're talking about content creation on different platforms, how brands and influencers are working together, you know, the ways in which people are making money. It's just going to be a really exciting kind of next several months and years as the industry develops, as you grow, gush and grow. And as we continue to develop the influencer business platform and the associated kind of software tools that we're developing. So obviously very excited for all of that and couldn't have a better person to Mm -hmm. kind of take the lead on it. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I, the feeling is mutual. I truly think the world of you and um, just, you know, it's a, it's a blessing and a privilege to get to know you and work with you. Yeah. Well, I have to thank Mary for that because funny story, Mary and um, Austin's husband actually knew each other before we all four knew each other. Um, And it's been very serendipitous to kind of over the last couple of years, work together more, get to know each other. And so it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun um, as things unfold. Um, But kind of getting back to kind of your position within the industry and maybe tying things up here, like what are the, what's the best thing that you've seen in kind of the creator influencer space in the last month? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, for me personally, I find reels incredibly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> now it's interesting you went right to reels and not TikTok. I know, I know. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, TikTok personally isn't my thing. I do know yeah. it is. It, it's still an emerging space, and there are brands that are definitely uh, working with influencers in that space. Um, mm. But I very just, different vibe. Very different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I love me some reels and I and I think that I really love actually watching content creators who aren't used to creating reels create their first reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, what I really love is I think that constraints bring out creativity. And so I love seeing how people uh, take platforms and use them for their specific purposes, whether it's you have 15 seconds or 60 seconds, you see educators using these platforms. You see, obviously, dancers. You see, you know, kind of DIY type folks. You see all sorts of people harnessing the tools that they're given and utilizing 
the constraints that have been placed around them, right? They don't all of a sudden have four hours on a YouTube channel. Suddenly, they have 15 seconds to get their message across. And it, 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 it just... It allows uh, perhaps a different type of creativity to take over, which is really fun and exciting. And um, it's con- the other thing is it's constantly evolving. Yeah, and I will say maybe they're um, they're confined to 15, 16 seconds or whatever, but it could also take them four hours to create that sixty second thing. So that is um, wild. Yeah, it is. And so I think you're right. There's a creative piece, but it also taps into the empathy piece. Like all of a sudden now you're like empathizing with others who, who have honed their craft and put all of these, um, these videos out and make it look so easy. And really you're like, wow, that just took me half a day. I can't believe it. It's wild too, because you think the output is so simple, right? It looks so simple, especially as somebody who's consuming it. And I've fallen victim to this before. And, um, and, my wife has been doing this for a long time, so I have no excuse, but they, the good ones make it effortless and you can get tricked into thinking, hey, this takes no time at all, when in reality, it takes a lot of time. So one one last question I have for you, Austin, and I, I maybe didn't prep you for this or preface this, so it's going to be out of the blue, but what is one tip that you would have for folks who are looking to build their platform? They're not yet at that stage where they need a talent manager, they're maybe still working on kind of grabbing that consistent, um, you know, business and revenue and clients. What is like the one, regardless of platform, what is, what is the one thing that you would say to them as somebody who now works with, you know, brands, works with influencers and kind of sees everything from really this interesting angle? I would say consistency. Keep going. Keep going. If you haven't reached where you want to be in six months, keep going. It it takes time. I mean, how long has Mary been creating content? Mm-hmm. Years yeah. and years, years and years. Mm-hmm. So keep going. It will be well worth it. And you can do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's great advice because especially in this day and age where everything is kind of instant gratification and you see people going viral and things like that. And we, we've chatted with a few folks on this podcast who've gone viral. What you don't realize is they had libraries of content underpinning that viral moment so that when they went viral and somebody went to their catalog, you know, whether that's on Instagram or TikTok, you saw all of this other funny stuff. And that's why you continued to follow them because they weren't a one-hit wonder. And it also just takes time to develop your voice you don't know what is going to resonate with you. Just like you, you got started in this industry in one direction and have taken it in a completely different one. And it just takes time. And there is no, there is no substitute for that. I think, that's, I think that, that is excellent advice. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Austin, thanks so much for joining us today on this first episode of Influencer Business with you, the first of many. Um, and just a quick reminder, where can people find Gush and Grow on the internet? Gushandgrow.com. And? And? And, not or. And Instagram handle Gush and Grow. Awesome. All right, Austin. Thanks so much. And uh, I won't see you next time, but you will see them next time. All right. Sounds good. I can't wait. Amazing to have Austin on the podcast today and to have her taking over as host of Influencer Business. Very excited to see where she takes things. I couldn't think of anybody better 
to uh, pick up where I'm leaving off here as the host. She uh, is going to take this to new heights far beyond anywhere I could take it. She um, sits at the nexus of influencers and brands and it just cultivates just incredible insights that I think are going to be applicable to everybody on all sides of the influencer and creator economy. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Certainly excited to hand it off to Austin. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Austin and let her tell you a little bit more about what you can expect from influencer business in the future. Austin, take it away. I'm so excited for what we have lined up on the Trove podcast this season. An amazing guest list of influencers, brands, and experts that I know you won't want to miss. Join me, your new host, Austin Munhofen, for season five on Trove's influencer business. See you next week.